0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums Podcast, the home of Scottish Football Banter.
1: Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Scottish Football Forums Podcast, Season 9, Episode 6. Uh, I'm John and I'm back after a week off, seeing as I was going on last week because the referee was on. Uh, and I'm joined by John.
0: Hi John, how are you doing?
1: I'm good John, how are you?
0: Yeah, no, I'm good John, we've established this.
1: You're, You're a... always good John. Yes. Is that a record for me this season, the podcast, not sweating? Oh no, that, that was the last one I was on and then was more. Yeah. Um, too early on, so. Yeah. And you've um, been... So, yeah. what was
0: that? I was just going to say you've had a week off because you were um, too frightened in case the referee sent you off last week.
1: Oh I had an early bath and all sorts it would have been for me. Uh, yeah. So I recording this Tuesday tonight, uh uh well, just after the Celtic game. And um I believe you are you were watching it. Um
0: I sort of, I managed to watch some of it but um but yeah, I'm trying to refresh this week, but it looks as though they're heading out. Um, that's probably why Chris isn't coming on, so it's going to be a double morning for him after losing Guarantini, so maybe he's, um,
1: you know, crying somewhere. Well, certainly, yeah, I mean, at the moment, it definitely looks like they are going out. I if they do, however, uh, what, well, they've put up twice in the tie tonight. Yeah. they're looking like they're going through, and then... Defensively, that would disable problems. Celtic. Yeah. I think that's been something that's been even addressed for however many seasons. Um, yeah. They're okay maybe at domestic level, but when it comes to Europe, defensively just not good enough. You've yeah. two new signings. Um, yeah. We were both on the bench. stinks. Yeah. Been
0: for. <laughs> yeah, especially Julian. I mean, I don't get that when that they've paid so much money from, Um I get he came not quite fit, but they've not really given him much game time to get fit. Um, and they keep going with Simunovic who is a liability. But the biggest problem for Celtic tonight was um, their captain, who gave away an absolutely stupid penalty. Um, just decided to stick out his hands from a um, corner. Oh, and um, I see Cluj have gone 4 up, so that ties over.
1: Definitely, but
0: you know um, CEL- oh, Celtic recruitment me. yeah. Celtics equipment, sorry, John. Um, Celtic recruitment I mean, they've known for we spoke about this, this last week. They've known for some time that Lustig was going. they took an age to get right back, and the right back is actually more of a centre back. Um, they've probably they've known for at least a month that Kieran Taney was going to go because um, the first Arsenal big came in over a month ago, um, and they've said one left back is um, they, he's a Gary left as well. What is going on with the recruitment every single year? Um the last couple of years they've just not strengthened areas that they need to. They're desperate for our right back, they're desperate for our left back. I still think they could do a better goalkeeper to be honest as well. Um but yeah, but they keep signing midfielders and miners. They could
1: probably do another wide wide player as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the situation is with Scot Scott part mm-hmm. apart from folks. Obviously, Celtic fans weren't particularly happy with his form last year. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's not really much there apart from mm-hmm. Forrest in terms of an experienced wide player, I know. Kind of Mikey Johnson and Lewis Morgan are there, but maybe okay. yeah, we we're going to do it at the top level in Europe. Or so mm-hmm. why not? Um, Celtic have got the money, mm-hmm. and they, they do know as well now they are going to get pushed a bit more by Rangers. Rangers recruitment works pretty decent so far. I would still say that's maybe... They've maybe not signed anyone at the top, top level in terms of mm-hmm. signings. But they're certainly looking like a, a squad full of confidence. Uh, which we'll go on to uh, in terms of other games. But mm-hmm. I just I don't understand Celtic. And then even the, you're talking about right at the back. The so, at always minute, you was going to go away as well. I don't know if that's still on the cards. Might be after tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Three at the back, they don't exactly play three at the back that much. And even yeah. the folk that are playing out wider, they're, they're not wing backs. they James Forrest, who's a winger, and then mm-hmm. Carl McGregor, who's like a central midfielder. Yeah. Why do you do that in a game that's got so much at stake? Yeah,
0: that that was a terrible call by Neil Lennon. It's he's listening to the meet out, yeah. There's no doubt that Bull and Golly had a poor game last week in the first leg. Like, um in the in the one man draw. He was caught out big time for the opener. They could have had another couple. Um but at the end of the day he he's he's just in the door and surely it'd be better to try and you know, per- persevering with him and let him get the chance to make amends for last week rather than, you know, putting for me, the best midfielder. Um, I know we speak a lot. Ryan Grass has been good this season, and his form from last season. But Callum McGregor's the heartbeat that team for me. Um. Um. So taking him out of left, you know and putting in Cham. Cham and Brown don't usually work well together. Um. It was a, it was a crazy move by by Lennon. Um. Some Celtic fans can call me if if they want. Um. If I'm being overly critical on them, but I'm only just calling it. so I'm seeing it, but. From what I can see, that was a terrible team selection. And, you know, the proof is Celtic have lost the game 4 3 and they've gone out of the Champions League again at this stage. And, you know, we need our teams to be doing better in um, Europe. And I'm not wanting to say much because Aberdeen are on the brink at the moment. But Aberdeen don't have Celtic's money. And Celtic have raked in an absolute fortune in transfer fees over the years and Champions League money for a couple of years. But it's like they don't want to spend it.
1: That, I think that's been the case for the last few seasons they always do this whereby as a case they'll wait and see if they get into the Champions League group stages to see if they even spend the money Um, which considering the, the reports about how much money they do actually have you can understand why as a fan that you, you'd be unhappy as a Celtic fan yeah. uh, but uh, it's how they seem to do things you, you can't imagine it's going to change unless they get a different board yeah. uh, but you yeah, certainly now I think but yeah, pressure was already on Neil Lennon, in terms of appointment, it's obviously divided, mm-hmm. but in terms of Celtic fans, um, going out tonight I think puts further pressure on, yeah. Um, yeah. because domestic success isn't enough, Celtic fans are, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say fed up of it, but they want that wee bit more than that Europe is what
0: they want. Well, well, they're desperate for that nine in a row first. Um, I've spoken to a couple of people that say that they just want to get to nine. They're happy to sacrifice the other two cups to get to nine in a row and, and ten in a row after that, but um, they better watch what they're doing. They can't just get complacent thinking that they can they only need to spend a little bit um, to get to where they want to in Scotland because, you know, as we've said as you pointed out, Rangers are um, showing signs of promise. Personally, I don't think they'll win the league at the moment. Um, I think they will come up short come the end, but I think it's going to be a lot closer. Um, and Rangers have started the season brilliantly. I mean, that performance last week in, in Europe to go away to Denmark and win 4-2 and what potentially is a tricky tie was pretty good going. And they were they were actually criticised for switching off at 3-0 because it went to 3-2. Um, but then to get the game over the line with the fourth goal. that No, to go away from home and score four goals you know, it was pretty good going, um, and it's not as if it was a, a bunch of donkeys that they played in the first round, this was a, a decent team who were actually the seeded team, so you know, I think they deserve full credit and, you know, they're doing well um, for Scottish football in Europe at the moment, and then they've carried it on domestically, um, pumping hips at the weekend. Yeah,
1: well, I think in terms of Europe, yeah, to go to go away in Europe for a Scottish team, it's pretty weird to get a win. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've done well there, as you say, can kind a of good team. I think my mate, the Rangers fan, was pretty worried because I think um, they're a pretty kind of physical team, of height, and he was thinking that's where maybe there'd be a, a disadvantage for Rangers. But yeah, they've come away. Minella is just can't stop scoring, despite the speculation, because obviously there's still speculation that clubs have been interested in and stuff like that, but he just gets on with a job. Um, Arabo, again, gets a goal. Seems to be impressive. Katic at the back. Um, he's obviously been under pressure with the signing Ed Munchen uh, coming in but he's actually been starting he's scored a couple of goals already this season and then Scotty Arfield as well who's done well yeah. so yeah to get that win good win by all accounts well deserved as well um, and Jordan Jones who is someone we'd kind of spoken about in the podcast in terms of when he went to the Rangers thinking oh he's probably going to just be a scored player very impressive last Thursday, um, and then again at the weekend, uh, Jones was um, was praised as well for his performance. So it's gone yeah, it's going pretty well. I think the only pro- the only area of concern when I talked to Rangers fans still is left back. Uh, they still feel that's a position that they would they would like to see strengthened. Um, but the rest of the team, yeah, pretty happy.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know They can they can bring in Jermaine Defoe um, to, to score, to come on in these games and he's still, even though he's 37 bottom line is you give him service he knows where the goal is and the perfect hat trick um, right foot, left foot and a header. Um, question marks as to whether Marciana could have done better with at least a couple of the goals but he was also responsible for making sure that it was only six because Rangers had a lot of chances in the game. Um, uh, yeah, and there was a great pass by. They had their one moment of call it with Scott Allen, plays a a wonderful pass through for um, Horgan to, to get his goal, and it was looking like Hibs might put a game back on. But then, silly second picking for. Um, what was the boy's name? get gets off, was it? Mackie. Mackie. So it was, Mackie. Yeah, Sean Mackie. It was a silly handball after already being booked. There's only one decision. Um, but I think even for what. I can only go for what. What a watching sports team but even up to 2-1 Rangers were by far the better team um, so um, but obviously coming up against 10 men helped them win the game by even more
1: yeah I mean they were creating, ch- they were creating chances for fun, um, you can kind of mentioned Defoe I wasn't sure how he would do here though, he's got a good striker but he hasn't played for a while um, seems to kind of get a bit of match fitness now, he's such a clever striker in terms of the movement that he makes, it's really hard for the defenders to pick him up and that was shown by all his goals when they the go for the hat trick. He goes in at the batter post in between two defenders and heads it in. He's probably the smallest guy in the pitch. Yeah. Um, it's going to help Minelis as well because Minelis can only learn from Defoe. I think Minellas is very much like kind an of instinctive striker, um, probably scores the more difficult chances. Mm-hmm. So, Defoe, where I would say more is a kind of guy that gets into the box and then is a kind of penalty box striker. So, Minelis will certainly line off him. Uh, in that way, Oyo, again, kind of really impressive, um, kind of set up a couple of goals, <sighs> Medellas comes off the bench, gets a double, I mean, it's good options up front, um, good options all over, um, I still think, as you say, I think the Celtic are still stronger domestically, and they've got a stronger score, but um, you don't know what'll happen, maybe Wider Rangers will try and strengthen even further. Um,
0: yeah, I mean obviously the English window's closed but it's still a couple of weeks for the, the Scottish one to um you know, close off and we'll see what happens there. But um Celtic also maintained their hundred percent record too, um you no, know, after going behind the romp to a five two win, uh, five different goal scorers, that just shows the power that they've got. Um domestically they can go and do that and um, but there's some well taken goals. great for you by Griffiths um, for his one. And James Forrest um took his goal pretty well. But and Chris Firework and post finish that was good for my fantasy team because <laughs> I've got him and he'd lost two goals but he compensated that with a goal, so um no good result for, for Celtic and yeah already we've got people saying it's gonna be a two horse race. It's kinda of hard target, but it is only two games in.
1: Aye. I mean I think it was touched on in sports scene. Michael Stewart was refusing to commit to it being a two horse race, um that's gonna employed too early. Mm-hmm. But it's just game with the the money that's been spent at both clubs. Yeah. And the fact that Rangers had finished second last year and looked stronger mm-hmm. uh, again this year. But i see what happens. I mean they, yeah. Um so. But pl- again on a Saturday Celtics defensive. Bowe's showed up as well because Donnelly, in mean, the first goal, half folly, could finish, but the second goal was just left in the box alone. The
0: yeah. um, I think the second one, you know, they've they're already five one up at that point. They've obviously just switched off. It's not excusable, um, and you know, to just switch off because you want to concede as few goals as possible. And if it came at the end of the season and it went down the cold difference, that can could bite them backside, but you know at that point it's. Doesn't really matter because the game was already won. It um, wasn't as if Motherwell were going to score uh, three goals in one minute stoppage time to level up. But, um, but yeah, as for ourselves, um, it's probably a reason why we don't sound upbeat today is because it's not been a good weekend for Aberdeen. It all started on Thursday night. Um, I managed to watch the game. Yeah, it was. I mean, we didn't offer much going forward at all, Um don't think we made their keeper work at all in the 90 minutes, which is disappointing, um, but defensively I thought we were doing pretty okay, we kept them at arm's length um, up until the 60th minute and then Shea Logan, an absolute moment of madness and I know it's a team game, but Logan has been complacent for too long and that's just a really, really um, stupid error. Um, why he's pulling the jersey I don't know the ball's going aimlessly through to Joe Lewis and all of a sudden instead of being ok and comfortable for a 0-0 we're in that position do we go for a sit- um, push all the way out for a equaliser, or try and hold on to 1-0 and we're caught between both and then uh, good finish for sitting goal but Dean Campbell's turned too easy um, that's just naivety from a young man but a good finish and now we're real up against it on Thursday night Yeah it was
1: just after a straight at I caught the game as well I felt they will invited to reject on to us too much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and that was probably kind of what causes us. The D- penalty, yeah, Logan, daft, because as you say, the ball's going to out of play. The argument could be why does the referee give it then, but I suppose by that law it is a foul. um Because the ball was that kind of far away. And just, yeah, annoying. Because I think prior to that, it looked like we were just trying to kind of manage the game in terms of maybe... They'll maybe get a, a lucky goal, but we they just didn't offer anything at all going forward. Um, and frustrating after performances that we've had at home in Europe, obviously, so far. And then the fact we showed a bit of resilience on Saturday, I didn't think the team showed much at all on Thursday, which was saying was that I don't think the Regeca are a particularly great team. I think they're a competent team and they're decent, uh, but I think we probably made them look a bit better than what they are. Yeah, I would go with that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I think it needs a big performance um, on Thursday night, which I think we could do at home. Don't get on. Uh, I I think we could, but there's talk that Cosgrove might miss the game. Um, And obviously, so far, he's been our main... um, Well, not just so far this season, but for Mm -hmm. a good while. (laughs) nine months, he's been our our main attacking outlet. Um, And the other guys that are coming in just... Don't look like they're up to it. Curtis May, I know, scored player, James Wilson. Also, we've signed, but doesn't seem to be getting favoured for starting. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What the situation is there? Why sign him? Because I'd imagine he's probably must be about a higher one of the higher play, higher paid players. Yeah. Surely he's not just been signed to be a impact player off the bench for Yeah. part impact player off the bench, but you know, uh, the the bench, about five minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Um. I think. I think we've got a really simple starting line up in Thursday. Um, you know, and have him up alongside whether it's Cosgrove or because we need to go for it. Um we don't need to let go gung ho because you don't want to end up being three down not and needing four goals. But um we need to show an intent for the offense. Wilson, um, you know, he's, he showed at the end of last season he's got that little bit of um, you know, pace about him. It's just though he could really do damage and he, he needs a run of games now. Um and no, Thursday he's, he he could be a big player, and if you put him alongside Main or Cosgrove, I think it'll make a big difference to us.
1: Aye, I think it's a type of game as well, kind of. You enjoy, you would enjoy as well, Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, it's whether whether though does kind of see him as the striker still, or does he see him as a wide player that finished last season?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... We're almost overloaded with options um, for the wide areas because we've got Hedges, we've got McGinn, we've got Wright, we've got, well, obviously Wilson, we've got McLennan. um, Gallagher. Gallagher can play this. We've got too many options. But, you know, Scott Wright has looked okay as an impact player, but when he started games, he's not been as good, um, I don't think. So that's my worry with him. Um, I get that, obviously, on Sunday, we're trying to give McGinn a bit of a rest because at his age it's a bit much him playing Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, but we're, he's too key a player right now, um, and you don't want to be falling to. The group stage is also a big thing, if we can get there, because you're talking about someone's between 8 and £10 million, pound, um, which is a lot of money for Aberdeen, um, but you can't lose too much focus in the league, you don't want to be too far behind Celtic and Rangers, because we probably have the best squad out with the old firm, and arguably. Um, I know fans like Hibbs and Hearts might think differently, but we do have, in my opinion, the best squad outside Celtic Rangers, but we don't want to be too far behind them, and we want to try and make some form of a fist of them as well.
1: Yeah, I think as well what what's really struck me in Osdie as well, and not really a surprise as such, but the lack of leadership across the pitch. Um, and That's a concern outfield. Sometimes I, I, I think that a lot is expected of Lewis Ferguson when I mean, I mean, he's only 19. But he seems to be that going to try to take the ball by the horn a lot of the time. You need yeah. another guy who's going to step it up as well. Um yeah. in terms of Sunday, I sorry, it was Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, against him in Middon, we make a, few, make a few changes, which fair enough, um tracking of maybe freshen the team up. But McLennan's not really played any kind of pre-season at all. Yeah. And he's going to end there starting. But it's probably not going to be a good idea. Scott Wright, as you say, he's got the, t- he's, there is talent in there but I just think as a regular Aberdeen player I just don't think it's going to work out. And the only way, if he's happy enough to be an occasional, God willing occasionally get a chance then fair enough but yeah, he's just frustrating. He's, do, he's still too lightweight. Um, and then yeah, again on. Probably at least Sunday that I mean, we did have the odd chance here and the other. St Mirren had like clear-cut chances, they had like, kind of two-headed chances that they probably should have scored. Yeah, the goal that they scored as well is something I think we are guilty of quite often, and the fact that we like players from midfield break into the box with no one around them, and that's not just this season; that's been last season as well. And that's at times we've got. I do think at times we sit too deep. just mm-hmm. uh, like too much.
0: Yeah. You dropped off for a wee minute there, John. Um, but I think that's a problem at mine. I, um, I had problems with the interview, which we'll hear later. Um, so apologies on the sort my broadband connection. But yeah, it's a bad defeat. I mean, we should have had a penalty. Oh, there's no question, I mean, that... Um, the handball instant. When you compare it to the Den um, so penalty that was given against Den last week where the boy headed the ball on his hand, that was given as a penalty because it's just seen as, it doesn't matter if it's accidental, handball or a handball. How that one's missed I don't know. Now that doesn't deflect from the fact that we were off on Sunday, we deserved to lose the game, someone deserved their win but you no, know, that's a glaring error from the referees and potentially you're looking at one when it's a different game but as I say that's not taking anything away from St man because they deserve to win and we deserve to, to lose the game because we just didn't play well at all.
1: Yeah, and uh, Goodwin's getting a lot of praise online in terms of from fans that stuff they've seen from Goodwin's teams that they've not seen since the 80s. Um, so, yeah, they're pretty pleased, pretty, pretty pleased with their equipment as well in terms of, I'll Thomas. It's um, been impressive so far. The fans got Kellen McAllister back um, mm-hmm. and the boy McLaughlin that they got on loan back, um, seems to have I think as well doing
0: well uh, in spite of our Cup. Yeah, I think uh, Stephen McGinn was saying yesterday how um, yeah, Stephen McGinn was saying last night how they, um, when he joins they were still in pre-season, um, it was like a week before the Betfred Cup game and the um, and it wasn't ideal, and he was still trying to get his own men in. But you no, know, they performed well at Hibs, um, only going down one nil, and uh, then also beat us. So for them to take up three points for those two games is pretty good going. And um, you no, know, they've started the season um, pretty decently. Considering a lot of people have had them tipped for relegation, um, another team who's been predicted again to go down is Hamilton, um, but. Them um, Managed a, a pretty good victory in the first home game against. a cannot side to, it's just not going right for them at all so far.
1: Yeah, I think Comorik seen plenty of the ball and kind of plenty of chances, well, corners and making a of chances, but just not like that. anything up front. Um, I think Aldo, obviously we've had in the podcast before, he's touched about the trophy, what did he was pleased for, his, maybe his performances last season. Still doesn't score enough goals, and then there's the lack of
0: creativity as well. Yeah, that's the thing. If they're not creating um, enough chances, they don't have profit It's um, a bit of a problem. And um, yeah, the the young uh, Hamilton boy who who starts at the weekend, Smith, you know, scores one and plays a part in the second one because um, it says shot deflected in. Um, it's only nineteen, Blue Smith, and yeah, that's Another one from the Academy looking to to do something for them. So, yeah, terrific um, win for them. And uh, on well, they'll need to get a win um, pretty soon because otherwise the pressure really will be turning on the left. So, um, just a few games in and, you know, many people say he'll be the first one to be sacked. Um, and it could well happen if things go that way. But it's too early to say again. I mean, there are only a couple of games in the season, but it's alarming when you when you go to Hamilton, dominate the ball, um, but don't take anything, and you end up losing the
1: game. Mind you, it's a familiar story if we've both been there, when I were there. I've done the same. So True. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that boy Smith definitely looks impressive. The only prime uh, negative for Hamilton on Saturday would have been uh, Eastern Send the Yes. I'm certainly, we've got no for it as well. Yeah, it's a um, But yeah, Hammond away plays, clean sheet, a
0: win, and then obviously it's Hammond and again in the cup this weekend. Yeah, a good chance, early chance for revenge for Kelly, I suppose. Um, but two other teams who have been written off this season in, some, in different ways Le- um, St Johnson Livingston. Livingston go two up, look as though they're cruising at half time. More question marks about St Johnson, but to be fair, they come out fighting second half, and then Livingston to pull back to 2-2 Livingston and then get a penalty and Xander Clark makes a save. Um, So, a point of peace in that game.
1: Aye. St George's a bit of character shown there. Um, Getting battered to all, but yeah, Livingston will be disappointed. I'm not going to win, because it's a very poor penalty, I thought.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's no question that's a a poor penalty. Um, But yeah, St Johnson probably needed that after being battered off Celtic and after a a dismal League Cup showing. Um, So... Whether that will start things off for them, I don't know. They've also got a free weekend because they're not in the League Cup. Um, but they'll be hoping between now and the next league game that they play that they can get a couple of reinforcements that they need because they probably still need another striker. Um, but yeah, there's still a couple of weeks left of the window and we'll see who they end up bringing in.
1: Yeah, whether they'll make a further attempt to get Stevie away because I think they tried again and then it's fallen through. So
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've heard me sacked his agent. <laughs> Um, and St. Johnstone then lowered the offer, so, um, so, and that's why it's fallen by the wayside this time. So, yeah, I think they'll find some kind of middle ground. Um, but you know, it's, it's it's a shame that it's dragging out. It. I mean, that one agent delayed that transfer um, by last minute demands, and St. Johnstone were right to say, "Well, no, we're not blowing um, blowing our budget." You no, know, St. Johnstone have been the the main team who've obviously operated their shrewd budget, they don't let themselves go go out the black, they keep themselves in the black. Um whether that's to the detriment detriment to them is another thing, but you know, they're still a steady club and they've not went anywhere near administration like a few other teams, so they're right to do that.
1: Oh yeah, definitely yeah they're well run, so Yeah, they definitely they got a few plazum. Uh done a game Hearts Ross County. Ross County were pretty dominant, just couldn't put the ball in the net. Um, Hearts continued to we not offer
0: them too much going forward yeah it's uh, um, I, th- I think any other circumstances there'd be, mass- be a clamour for um, the managers to get sacked but because um, I think Michael Stewart not exactly best friends with Craig Levine I mean, <laughs> must be pointed out um, says that in the last eight of league games hearts have picked up 26 points That's gone back to um, after the Betfred Cup's in Revival last year. It's a pretty appalling record. Um, And if Greg Levine wasn't director of football, I think there's no question that Anne Budge would be asking questions by now. Um, Now, does it get to the stage where she has to ask and say to Levine, go back to your director of football role? But then it asks the question, who's going to come in and work under him? Um,
1: Brings us on to another contenders for Tweet of the Week. We see that online, I w I won't mention the name just to just yes, But I someone put up, um at the stadium hotline and the mobile number and comment was microphone and tell him it's unacceptable that Levine still has a job. unacceptable <laughs> I think it's just uh, the whole identity yeah. thing. Uh, Michael Stewart's touched on a lot he's obviously doesn't go on well uh, because he I mean, got but you, you always kinda of feel that his hearts are capable of more. Um, Obviously Walker's back, Naismith's back and they can,
0: probably Naismith may be struggling like but I don't know why they're just one of these teams that concentrate too much on might not get beat and have a hope that's going win a game. Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely a fair comment in Ross County. It says a lot um, that Ross County, well do you respect them, are coming away from Hearts gutted that they didn't win the game and Hearts are relieved at getting a point. um, you know that. You know, all things being equal, should not be the case. It should be Ross County being happy they've got a point at Tencastle. but um, should have three points as well. But apparently, it, that's what I mean. Yeah, um, but yeah. very unlucky with um, the that he's set the post and then Gardyne's messed up the rebound. But uh, I see Hearts have signed a goalkeeper on loan from Manchester United, so yeah. that must mean that Zarmal's getting demoted to number two.
1: I so I think they've got Zamal and Doyle. I think what Harts fans are saying that's a an area they did address. So yeah, they've mm-hmm. got a good plan. So mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, Ross County have been impressive so far in the return to the Premiership.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, four points from two games. Third the league. They, um, yeah, they they can't grumble, and the the co-managers are doing pretty well. Um, I think I think they look. I don't know how it worked. I mean, well, there's not many co-manager teams that work. I mean, the Alex Smith-Jockey Scott one worked for Aberdeen, um, but Smith was always the main man. They just made Jockey Scott co-manager in days of his and at the time. But yeah, this one seems to be working um, pretty well. I mean, they they went at a time where the relegation was still at the face. They almost kept them up, but didn't have enough time. Last season, they strolled the championship in the end, and this season, nobody, there's not many people that have tipped them being a relegation battle. Um, and I think that will be the case. I think they'll probably be towards the top of the um, bottom six, if not touching on top six places.
1: Yeah, I think maybe the reason why it works out so well is they both know the club so well. They're both mm-hmm. relatively young um, in terms of management, terms, and maybe they're kind of both learning off each other. Um, yeah, the goal. yeah but whatever, whatever's happening is working and will make it continue for Ross County. Um, yeah. Chris Offia mentioned obviously. Just talk at Inverness in the 25
0: years I anniversary, mean, must be the same for Roskilde. I think it's the, well, it's the 25th anniversary of two of them being in the, the, the Scottish Leagues, but um, Inverness Caledonian were technically a new club, um, because obviously there was the amalgamation of Inverness this, and the Inverness Caledonian, so I think that's what they're mainly celebrating as well as obviously their debut in the the Scottish Football League set up um, as it was then. so, But yeah, they have achieved quite a lot in those. Well, both teams have achieved quite a lot in those 25 years. and uh, well, Calathis will recover from their bad result the previous week to beat Arbroath 2-1 and it gets their season back up and running. I say back and run, we're only two games in, but you know what I mean. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> aye. We've got folks sat before the season starts and all sorts. we talking about relegation battles, who's going to win the title and all sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think the only thing we know about the Championship so far is that it's going to be as tough as it always is.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, well, Dundee had, um came back from behind to beat Patrick Thistle, who are involving more trouble off the pitch with this takeover, because that's um, the lottery winner... Um, Stuart Weir withdrawing his funding. Um basically doesn't trust the 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 new owners but um billets of things. Um so not good because it was all sounded pretty positive from Thistle so they'd survived well. Uh, Caldwell looked as though he was building a decent squad and but this takeover stuff, you know, you've had the lights of Alan Ruff leaving the board it, um and then the lottery winners withdrawing his funding, so that's not really what you want when you're trying to build momentum for the new season. Um, and I saw highlights of the Morton game, so your pal would have been happy. Um, come three second half goals, win that, and yeah, good start for David Hopkin there.
1: I I think they'll be happy to bounce back after the do not give the season, but yeah, object yeah. queue, good comfortable win.
2: Hmm. I mean, I I reckon
1: I think I've got yeah, I think i I've, I've got Morton finishing the playoffs because I just think Hopkins been there before. We're allowed made make Morton hard to beat. Um, yeah. Yeah, just like. War, but you could probably argue that for quite a few things in that league. Uh, yeah. Look at. But It's probably been shown so far in terms of the things that are there. There's no teams so far, two games that are pointless. Um, a lot of draws. Yeah.
0: Like. Yeah, I think you'll see that being the the theme of the season. Um, I think Arbroath and Al will be the ones that are down in the bottom two, but but that's what you expect from the two part-time times in the league. Um, I expect it to be between the Dundee clubs to win the league and their Dundee winning, getting their first league win of the season, so that's four points for them. Um, I think Kelly Thistle will will have a strong season. And then it's a pick, really, from any of the other five for one spot.
1: Yeah, I think if the season finished just now, <laughs> then my <Martha> prediction <laughs> would be: correct, apart from Andorra, uh, should be in the top four and say that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's going to be an interesting season in the championship. Um
1: I mean, and... the Zildo, can I point out they've signed a back to it could maybe be a decent partner for Dolby.
0: Yeah, they're needing someone to take the weight off Dolby's shoulders because. He scored forty-two goals last season, but he also missed a couple of chunks this season. And when he's missing or not final all cylinders, they really struggle, and that's why they ended up in the falling from the promotion playoff to relegation playoff last season. Um, but I mean, he's missed the first two games; that he'll be back next week. Um, so they hope, and they don't have a a bit for a couple game this weekend. So yeah, back to he could be the one to help take the, the pressure off they'll be a bit because. I think last season, after Dolby, the next top score was on 5 or 6.
1: Yeah, and I think after probably about January, Dolby kind of, was out and he was out injured for a bit, and then they could have struggled for goals, certainly, mean? just kept on slipping down the league. They're lucky the season finished when it did. Yeah. Um, that. Um, league 1, Falkirk, favourites, Sparston Barnes sits now. But Maris, you mentioned the uh, pre season. He's a, a good sign at that level, and we mentioned about Salmon as well. So Salmon mm-hmm. got a double, but got a Traymond and then Charlie Telfer scored as well. So that the squad they've got there, certainly certainly, certainly a a lineup that you'd think would be probably do well in the championship. Yeah, I think that's
0: what they're building towards. Um, Cause they also signed that boy Michael Doyle, um, who's a pretty solid right back. Uh, Charlie Telfer mentioned mentions played in the championship, but. Um, yeah, they've got Paul Dixon. No, um, I think he's at least a, a league level above that. But yeah,
1: yeah. yeah terrific. And Cammy Bell and goal. Yeah,
0: Cammy Bell and goal as well. Um, but yeah, nice convincing win for them. Um, I mean, a lot of people think Dunbarton because of Jim Duffy might do well, but they're struggling at the moment, and they didn't do well in the Belfast Cup. Um, and Jim Duffy said at one point they only had fourteen fit players they only had 14 um, signed players at that point, that was in the middle of July so, yeah, he's got his work out there
1: Yeah, I think there's an issue there, maybe we can the budget that uh, Duffy's got to spend and mm-hmm. getting the kind of players in but... Yeah,
0: fall made mid yeah. rivals will be Wraith Rovers Um don't any question, they had a convincing win over Clyde Clyde didn't particularly defend very well but yeah, terrific um, win for Wraith Um I think that's two wins from two Because I think they beat them back in the first game, didn't they?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did top on goal difference Which mm. now
0: Yeah, with 4th I've got two wins from two Um East 5
1: oh, team's have no points
0: Yeah, East Fife have got two draws from two Because they and heads. Well, they're also the same two draws from two games yeah. Um
1: like 2 Probably game of the weekend I think for entertainment uh, I'll be in Rovers and Grove
0: Yeah yeah. <laughs> I know. I was intrigued with this game because also we've spoken to Kevin Harper recently and I'm, I'm personally intrigued to see how I'll be kick on after end of the season so strongly but and this was a test coming up against the side to are expected big things because of Paul Hartley, but yeah, I'll be over elite, um Cove then go three one up at half time. The third goal in this game is an absolute cracker.
1: Um Yeah, contender and, for a pick out.
0: Yeah, that and the Charlie Telpha one, yep, yeah, definitely. Um that was scored by Declan Glass. I'm not googling yeah. it, honestly. Um, and then he smashed, in...
1: <laughs> smashed it, didn't he? Smashed it in.
0: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like Stephen all those years ago from Aberdeen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Albin Rovers go 4 3 up um, in the second half. So they're going, and then Mitch Beggins has scored the late like, goal. So, looking at the fit, uh, the quality of football, it might not be brilliant, but what entertainment. And probably more entertainment. Some leagues higher above, include the Hearts game, I mean. Oh ask. yeah, definitely.
1: I think what you find at the the lower levels, and I found this, and can I come on to it? And the, the, the juniors, I've probably has spoken about it. A lot of teams down the leagues, it's not so much about uh, there is tactics, obviously, but in terms of maybe teams playing different systems and formations and all that, I think probably not as much. It, it tends to be you'll get your traditional two up front, um, and probably the plays. It might be regarded, some people say it's not as attractive, but it's probably a bit more honest in terms of the football that's played, maybe a bit more direct. And yeah, that's why you get games like that, four all finishes and stuff like that. Yeah. But Cove again, yeah, pretty impressive um, start to the league, I would say. But
0: yeah, that was. Um without a doubt the game a weekend and Ember City um recover from their defeat the previous week to beat Breakin. Aaron Elgin drew one one, Cowden Beath beat Star Albion one 0 and Queen Spartans Stessmere drew one one. So Yeah. yeah. That, that concludes, um, so what was that? That concludes League two. <laughs> it concludes League like Joint is, yeah. indeed. There's uh, no hundred percent L- records. There's no hundred percent records in that league. Um in fact there's a five way tie for joint top spot. <laughs> <laughs> and two teams pointless breaking in Stalin Albion
1: Hi. Um so we mentioned earlier about Hamilton and Kobe obviously playing against each other again in the cup. So kinda of maybe kind of preview a better cup, but before that, um has managed to uh, secure another um interview with a, a manager in the Royal Leagues. So this week we have Darren Young of Albion Rovers. Not Albion Rovers, East Fife. <laughs> East Fife. just um, forget it's so hard Kevin Harper in the bender. Aye, so Darren Young ahead of the the tie between East Fife and Rangers, so let like you listen to that just now. This is a
0: Scottish Football Forum's interview with East Fife manager Dan Young, ahead of their um glamour Betfair Cup tie with Rangers this Sunday. Um firstly Dan just sum up the reaction when you got that draw.
2: Yeah, it was great, uh, all the boys were excited, and the fans, the club uh, I don't always go so much, the chairman he was it was, Rob, but it was a lot of hassle comes with a draw when you've only got a, a small capacity of 2000 and a lot of things need to go on in the background regarding uh, regards to the and the tickets and stuff like that so uh, A wee bit of headache for him but no overall things have it's been great um, Again it's good for the fans to kind of see a Rangers and a Celtic a team like that, Premiership
0: team, to, sort of, to, come to, the, to come to the stadium and play. Yeah, um, you mentioned that he, he was upset that it, it wasn't at Ibrox, because obviously it's a bigger crowd, but it must be compensated somewhat by the fact that BT are coming to cover the game and show the world um, your, your in Bayview Park. Yeah, it's great. Again, obviously we know at the time it was
2: going to be on the TV, but again, it's a... It's great. We've got a lot of young players who have an opportunity to possibly go on and kick on and get themselves back for a time. So it's a good platform for them to go and show themselves and showcase their talents. And, uh, and again, hopefully so from their point of view, they do well and they, they get a move off the back of it. But I think overall, it's great for the community and it's great for the involved in these fights.
0: Yeah, it's tremendous. I mean, when you think about the start of the ca- the, the Cup campaign, this draw would have seemed a while, um, you know, so far away. Given the fact that you lost your first game to Ken I mean, what um, and that was obviously a snowball from the end of last season as well. I mean, were there doubts that you could even get through after you lost that opening game? I mean, you know it's going to be hard, but I mean, we, to game, we have got every game, a game
2: plan, going every game, believing you can win, and that's, that's the way. I, same as the Rangers game, we'll go into that game believing we can win. And again on the day if you get a wee bit of luck and a couple of things going your way, which did happen against heart, then you've got you the opportunity. There's, there's been upsets in the past, there'll be upsets going forward. So from our point of view, because we we, we are confident enough that we we take each game, we weren't as bad as the scoreline suggested against Coudin We lost two goals in the space of ten minutes at the wrong time, but at the same time we had enough chances to get back into the game and possibly even win it and be taking them. But that's take that to the next game we picked
0: up against Stenny. we took our chances got the clean sheet but very well against Mid-United away got the clean sheet and then obviously the big game with Hearts we've got everything to play for so have they and it turned out to be a very good cup time yeah obviously the Hearts game was where you you clinched it the way it actually turned out was that Air United lost the shoot, and you won yours which is why you got through so I mean how much uh, I mean did you show them the Penalty shot from our charity game last September as inspiration. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> uh, well, Should have. No, it was,
2: again. <laughs> well, it worked anyway. So no, we, we did again. It was just down to the keepers in the day. Brett obviously managed to save a couple for us, and the boys did their bit as well. Uh, but no, it was, it was brilliant. Uh, good to the boys We were actually three, well, two goals up in the shot, and then we missed the last two. Uh, to actually won it, and then it went to kind of sudden death after that. So.
0: It was good to to come back after the let down of possibly winning it in the the first five. Yeah, you certainly did well to win that um, shoot, but then you still had that 24-hour wait for the Inverness um, and Dundee game, because I'd always say, so those two go through, I mean, were you nervous waiting on that outcome? No, I was just going to let it come through. A lot of people were asking, you go to the game,
2: the game. I, mean, I never watched it, I never went to the game. I just kind of got on my, my Sunday and then obviously had a wee look later on. I think by the time I looked at it, I think there was still 5 minutes to go and it was obviously 1-0 dundee, so eh, obviously great. Oh, I kind of listened to the last couple of minutes of the radio, I was a wee bit nerve wracking, But no, it was great and obviously within 15-20 minutes the draw was made as well, so eh, it just kind of kicked on. All of a sudden my turn and then all of a sudden you've got the Rangers at the cup, so brilliant.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Rangers are obviously coming into this in good form, their uh, Europa League games uh, form's been good and they beat have six wins so sort of at the weekend, so what have you made them um, so far this season? Yeah, they've done well, they've started the season well and again, the last two games now
2: they've scored 10 goals in the last two matches, so they're, they're starting to fire in all cylinders and we are not, not going to kick ourselves on, it's going to be a, a very hard game to get any sort of result. Um, and again, they've, they've got a big enough squad that probably half the team or three quarters of the team that plays on the Thursday night and their Europa League game will probably be changed by the time they come and play us on the Sunday. So um, again, we, we'll obviously we'll have, <laughs> have a game plan in mind, and we'll obviously like to kind of take the game through them, and at the same time, we need to be very wary and defensively make sure we don't give anything away to the back.
0: Yeah, I mean. It'll be a culture shock for your players coming up against guys of that quality, but it's also going to be a culture shock for someone like Stephen Gerrard coming to Bayview Park. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's probably played
2: at grounds like this when he was was younger at Liverpool, and that as a young boy coming through. But yeah, I've I've not been a a Stephen West for a wee while, but at the same time, uh, it's great for those guys to to go and play against them. And again, any kind of advantage with it being at home, we'll kind of take and use as best we can.
0: Although to be fair you did um go to Cown beef last season in the Scottish Cup, so it's a little bit of a step up from that to be fair. Um now regarding the your your form going you you are going into the game on the back of two draws from um your opening League One games and they were both getting sides who were promoted. Um what's what have you made to start your league season? Performance wise we've been we've done very, very
2: well. Um one last game there Peter Head Saturday. We battered them. 18 chances. We could only score the one goal. Uh, for us, it's, it's a lot of positives that we're creating that many chances. We're putting teams under pressure, so it's, it's not it's for us defensively. Made one or two wee mistakes, but there's not really much wrong uh, for us right now. Just kind of getting that ball and putting the ball in the back of the net. Which again, we managed to do against Dundee United away from home. We managed to do that against Hearts. Uh, so just probably frustration is just the kind of main word there now. It, because we have done so well and the boys are kind of buying into what we're looking to do The regards to getting the ball down and passing it and getting it wide and creating chances and getting the pullbacks forward so if we can do that against Rangers great but we know that the chances will be limited so uh, any chances we do get we'll need to be
0: ruthless in front a goal and, and take them it's, I mean I know you obviously had a disappointing end to last season having been in the playoff positions for a good two-thirds of the season at least so you know I take it the ambition is to try and get in that top four if you can
2: yeah of course, we've got to set ourselves targets and it's, it's going to be harder, it's a harder league than last season, And um, the last, the second last game of the season we fell out of the playoff spot which was very, very disappointing um, for, for ourselves but at the same time it, we did have a good season We we got to the semi-final of the Ironbrook Cup, uh, we got to the last 16 of the Scottish, so things that we've not done for a very long time they um, beat Rafe Rovers twice. We've never beaten them in 30 years. We went in a, a wee eight-game unbeaten run, or eight wins in a row, for the first time in 57 years. So there's a lot of stuff from last year that we could be, be proud of as a team and as a coaching staff. So it's just it's just that, that wee bit extra. We believe of have sort of more experienced and wee bit better quality than we had last year. So again, it's everything's getting kind of ahead in the right direction, and uh, you know, it's starting to click. But it's just that wee bit in the final stuff that we could do a wee bit better.
0: And stuff and obviously um this tie, how much will that help in terms of trying to bring in slightly better quality? Uh I don't, really, I don't think it'll help too much to be honest.
2: Um uh, it'll just be a case of if <laughs> the is gonna eliminate any more players. We've just managed to sing Daniel Church there so again that's uh, <laughs> thanks to
0: the chairman and the board for allowing us to to go ahead and do that. Excellent. Um and the last thing, um You've obviously you're building yourself a good team spirit, um, but how um, your code of conduct was revealed by Danny Denham earlier in the season? Um, has there been a lot of breaches? No, I mean, uh, Danny, it's been everything's been fine to be fair. Some of that's obviously the boys maybe on a wee don't know off each other with certain things, but like
2: overall the. I they've been great um, They can't, can't complain They're a good together and It's a good spirit
0: With the boys These wee things Also help and, and boost that as well But overall No complaints Yeah So if you if you do win then Sunday we allow them All to urinate the show And just get an extra 110 quid out of it? Actually, it's, it's up to them I'm
2: not going to show So if they, if they don't think What I'm in that Then that's, it's up to them It's their kitty For their team night out And for the, probably the Christmas night out So whatever they do With their kitty They do with their kitty No matter how they get it
0: <laughs> good stuff well listen Dan thanks very much for your time and um, all the best on Sunday right no
2: problem
1: cheers John thanks uh, cheers Dan so yeah uh, aye, well done again and so if you in that interview John it was really a good lesson
0: yeah cheers um, yeah obviously I thought I'd ask the question because you know Dan and I played in that charity game um back in September and I couldn't resist the question, um, asking if he'd showed the guys um the pedal from that chat he came last year, obviously I doubt he would have. Um so but no it was good speaking to Dan, and um you know appreciate his time and yeah, hopefully his enjoyed enjoy their day on Sunday. It's obviously a big, big ask for them. Um you know to cause an upset would be one of the biggest cup upsets in League Cup history. Um but yeah they should enjoy their day. Um with BT cameras so yeah good exposure for the club and we're more than delighted to give Mies um, Pfeiffer a bit of exposure on this podcast too
1: why oh, definitely that's what the Cups are all about kind of, uh, the lower league teams and the likes of the TV cameras picking these types of games I um, like as well he, he was respectful of the occasion in terms of or respectful in terms of the fact I said as well I we going to a game every game thinking we can win a bit like Kevin Harper when he was on, mm-hmm. um, being positive. Okay, I, maybe they are the underdogs of world like team, but uh, they did it ninety minutes. Uh, yeah,
0: definitely. You never know they'll, they'll need a bigger performance than what they showed in the, um, Tullamore Wafer Cup tonight, um, because they went out, um, to Sterling Albion believe it or not. So, um, I'm sure Dan will be hammer it through to the players if you think you're getting in the team after that, um, think again so I, th- I would imagine his next training sessions is going to be a really hard one um, Yeah is that in, in the, given they've got to semi that competition last season, that is a, a, a bit of a shock for them, given still now being start um, but yeah, maybe that will give them the rock up the backside. and they I mean, they know that Rangers will probably rest a good few of their players, um, they'll probably drop Morelos for Defoe <laughs> things like that um, so yeah yeah good luck to him, enjoy their occasion and you never know a stranger things have happened in football
1: yeah I think as well when you it's, these kind of games as well kind of big games on TV you don't, players don't, they don't want to embarrass themselves as well even though they are going to the Thunder they want to put in a performance and yeah. uh, new, it's been burn, uh, we had Sean McIlroy on uh, ahead of the air game last season in the Scottish Cup Um the players have got their new haircuts, they've got their new boots and all that and they're right up for it and it just gives us a wee buzz about the place as well so yeah. uh, good luck with them um, definitely weekend um, what do you think Ty, was the pick of the round?
0: Oh there's no question it's Mother and Hearts, um, that's obviously the Friday night game's been picked up as well by BT so um, I think will obviously put Hearts out the Scottish Cup um Season before last, Hearts put Mother out this competition um, last season. Uh, I think it's the quarterfinal stage. So that could be an interesting game Friday night at part Park. Um, do you see any potential shocks from any of the games apart from the Aberdeen win?
1: <laughs> I'll look through um, Saturday's games, I wouldn't say so. Um, Worthily enough, um, if we don't perform well on Thursday it could be us. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't like saying, but in terms of that do kind of tie I don't deal with I offer it I tie to show that they still people who are doing well against the premiership opposition, so that potentially but I would like to think we, we should get through. Yeah.
0: Um I think Livingston have got a tricky one going to Four for who started pretty well, um but you would still imagine Livingston will be too strong. Um you know, part at Ross County again you think Ross County will be strong enough. Hibs and Celtic should win comfortably against Felm and Morton respectively. Um or Hibs at home, and Morton should I say and well come at Hamilton. It's not a shock whoever gets through that. Um because right now they're both similarly match teams <laughs> the way the form's going, so um yeah, Aberdeen's probably the, the hard um, the hardest one at all, all those ties. So
1: fingers crossed it's not us. Aye, definitely. Um <laughs> in, in terms of cup action as well, I was at a cup game on a Saturday, so the, the Scottish Cup, the preliminary round uh, was on Saturday, so that was sort of first preliminary, I should say. So Talbot I well, Talbot went to did Donald Bluebell, great name. I think I seen it online someone mentioned about how the fact such great names in the, the Scottish Cup the early round. So tough tie. high. Uh, Tabot went ahead. We're looking relatively comfortable. Um made a couple of changes to try and kinda of maybe freshen things up about twenty minutes ago. And then the home team done Donald Dun- Dun- Bluebell, uh, young striker came off the bench scored a twenty minutes first touch. Um, and then an absolute, well, fantastic goal. Um, the second goal, which I can, uh, again a contender for the pick it out um, mm. It's one of those goals. The video uh, of the goal, because of the way it was filmed, doesn't probably give it the justice it deserves because it was filmed from behind um, yeah. and not I kind of the projector, the correct angle. But absolutely fantastic. Well, one of those a game you're like, oh, how did that happen? Um, and you're probably kind of thinking would the cameraman even manage to get it because it's not one of those natural ones whereby Yankees are going to hit it it's instinctive um, so they had the situation where I think right after the success last year with Talbot getting to the fifth round and playing Hearts they get knocked down the preliminary round he's <laughs> for you to say um, and then get a penalty and penalty's hit it's saved but then this is the second time I've seen this at a Talbot game uh, the player that has a penalty got fouled, and then we got another penalty straight away. <laughs> uh, a different player then hit the penalty, and he scored. So, 2 all. A uh, Really good cup tie. Um and it's a replay on this Saturday. Uh, yeah. Would, so.
0: yeah, and the winners will play Camelon Juniors, because they beat um, Newton Stewart. Um, that's where my, my dad's days, and I was actually down there over the weekend, so, but... Actually I'm quite surprised it was only one now 'cause because sure don't really have a good junior team to be fair. Um it would have been nice if Newton get got through that to play Talbot, but nah, it's never gonna happen so but I saw the junior cup um draw was was today for the first and second rounds. Um Yes. And <laughs> the interesting tie Chris we did earlier, um the Carnuste Pam New, who are managed by Phil McGuire, um, are up against um Fall eighty two United to United. Yeah, who Aaron Connolly, our guest, played for, plays for, and they're both um, sponsored by Back on Site um, on the back of their shirts. So it's now been tagged as um, Back on Site Derby. Yeah, I, I think that's brilliant.
1: I um, absolutely, and I've seen this way away. Much as uh, Back on side are sponsored for McGuire, um, the club gave them money back to Back on Site, obviously because they're Charlie. Yeah. So, yeah. aye, and the I same
0: for you. Same for the player, Jamie Winter, as well. So, no, good yes. one, Phil and Jamie. And um, incidentally, um, I've been messaging both Phil and Anna, Aaron, so we could have a special leading up to that
1: game. That would be good, definitely. I know you've been trying, keen to get Phil on for a while. Yeah. I'm uh, a good deal, getting these ex people on as well. And yeah.
0: I'm always... You know, a bit cautious, of trying to get another Aberdeen-related guest on the show because obviously you and I are both Aberdeen fans. You know, you don't want to end up swapping the listeners. But if we're talking about the juniors and giving them a bit more focus, then then it'll be. I'm sure it'll be all right. And Aaron will make up the, the Celtic yeah. contingent because he's a Celtic fan. Um, and Gladstone. Oh, definitely.
1: Think well. I think as well. We the likes of I me, mean, we all said to pick it out the, the the first winner that we chose, uh, Devlin over Meadow. with a fair, bit of reaction from that, so thanks to everyone that's responding by that way, that's been retweets, likes and whatever. So mm-hmm. anything like that that gives exposure to the other leagues is, is good. Um yes. in terms at this week, we had a few contenders we've kinda of mentioned already. Uh there was one more that I'd kinda of put up there, kinda of, Jordan Martin at Pollock. Pretty similar goal to the one that won the first week. To pick it out. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. Who do you want to give it to this week?
0: It's <sighs> a tough one. Um I think because it was a great team goal, I think the Charlie Telfer one just wins it for me. Um, I like the the goal for Cove for against Albion Rovers, but I think um, I think Charlie Telfer just about wins it this week for me, just because it's a great team
1: goal. Aye. Well, uh, I like when it's a week, but different as well, because um, I say, a couple of goals that we could have had as contenders this week were pretty similar to the first week, so mm-hmm. we'll tweet out the... Uh, Pick it goal week, so yeah. Get
0: a swatch at it. Yeah, and speaking of Falkirk, I might as well round up the Challenge Cup action. Um, Falkirk beat Celtic under twenty wins on penalties. Um, out of the under, out of the Colt teams, uh, St Bernard won their game um, against St Um I think Rangers won two 0 to Um but the others haven't have the sort lost to Airj. Clyde beat um, lost to Clyde. Um, and Ross County lost to Wraith Rovers. Um, although Hearts under 21's beat can be 3 1. And there was a Rangers derby, Brora and Cove, and Cove came out winners 2 1. Win. But it looks like the best entertaining game was Breakin versus Elgin, 5 4 to Elgin. It oh, I definitely. 3 each at half time.
1: Breaking yeah, are of struggling for for victory so far this season because they're pointless in League Two. Yeah, it's and, quite, that's got to be annoying. no Scoring four goals, you still not win a game.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, no, you've, although Mother War, remember the games where they scored five goals and didn't win a game, and Hibs scored six goals at Far Park and didn't win the game. So, yep, it's strange, strange things can happen. So, um, but yeah, I think. Barry Smith will be desperate to get a win for Beacon soon to halt the slide because um, that club's just been in a bit of a decline in the last couple of years and you don't want to get to the point where they are fighting for surviving that league because it nearly happened to Albion overs last season and they managed to get out in the end.
1: anything else we want to cover before we finish up and wrap up, up for tonight I think if there was anything else um, I thought we've missed
0: the only thing I to mention um, and sorry to bring this down to almost a turn note but there's a player at Raithover's, um oh I can't remember his name now um, but he hes t- a Hog is it Hoggan I think I need to look at my Twitter um, but
1: I know what you mean. I think I know what you mean from last night
0: yeah he tweeted that he was in a very bad place um and he was, it was Jamie H- Hogan. Yeah, was right. So he he tweeted that he he couldn't see anything and he couldn't say anything late at the end of the tunnel, more or less. And there was lots of people tweeting out, and there was a couple. I think there might have been a couple. I, I certainly um, tagged back on say say reach out to them, back on say get back in touch with them. You know, got in touch with them, and now um, he said thank you to everyone, and he seems to be in a better place. He's started to get help, so it just shows that highlight the good work the back on side are doing and I don't know we're going to commit to a charity game later in the season Um I just thought I'd highlight that point and Ray Rovers tweeted as well to say thanks to everyone for helping Jamie out and not to suffer Oh since. yeah
1: definitely yeah and then we'd like to offer a welcome as well if you fancy them or fancy come on the podcast as well, we'll welcome come on um, that goes for anyone if you want to come on just chat about football a bit of chat Sometimes yeah. we even chat about irrelevant stuff as well that's not football, more than welcome. Uh, we'll enjoy Darren coming on and think yeah. all the guests we've got coming on and it's good as well. We like having people on from different clubs and different leagues and trying to cover maybe areas that we're not as uh, knowledgeable on. Uh, we do try but um, mm-hmm. it's it's impossible to to see all the football over the weekend. Yeah. the leagues.
0: Yeah. We don't we don't um I don't have the knowledge that you know, fans of these other clubs do. Um so it's good that when we get to speak to guys like Kevin Harper, Darren Young, Aaron Conley from Junior, Sean McElroy, you know, when we speak to these people, Scott Brown as well from Peterhead last season, who I know is keen to come on again at some point. Um it gives us a bit more knowledge and to be honest, I'm starting to watch more highlights on YouTube um of these games to give it the respect it deserves because it may not be the call of the top flight, but don't say it doesn't matter to you know, and I'll be over what it means to stay in the league more than it does for Celtic winning the league
1: oh I definitely yeah I think as well if I kind of touching on the fact that like back on side and the stuff that you do football is a great tool for mental health mm-hmm. um, I mean, a lot of people are potentially in a kind of worse off place if it wasn't for football because it's a chance to just get out maybe vent your frustrations or just enjoy yourself or be part of something I think that's a big thing is being part of a a community as such, your kind of fans are always one um, supporting a club, and there's a lot of good things happening at a lot of clubs, regarding uh, regards to mental health and trying to make uh, people feel part of it, the, the community that may be potentially excluded or not, so, yeah. aye, credit to, to all the clubs that are doing good things there.
0: Exactly, um, and obviously we mentioned too that are doing their, um, the Canriste can Muir and uh, Falls House United, um, oh by the way, well done, Ian, for um, getting a goal at the weekend. He scored the winner for them in their win at the weekend. Um, so, yeah, well done, Ian. Um, good to see you um, back in a football patch again, smiling, and hopefully that continues.
1: I because I was watching the draw earlier, actually, um, to try and see who Talbot got. They got bells to okay. me. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> Way, I not been
0: there actually, so. Yeah. I actually see. I actually like to see when because uh, Phil keeps um, saying I should go up to Kernerste for a game and I look when I saw the draw I thought when is that tie? It's the twenty eighth of September. I'm going to still game that day, so unfortunately can't can't commit to it. Um
1: oh, you've got to still game that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not swapping that. Um I'm looking forward to that. But nah, good luck to Kennersty and in, in Falthouse that week. Um it was funny the Libby Emerson from back on said um, she runs their Twitter account and says, um what we get um how we gonna support both teams. But they both play in red and white, so she can just wear a red and white scarf and pretend it's over for both.
1: Aye. Good colours. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Well, aye. but yeah, that's me. Oh, note to tend on. Uh, right. but I will be back next week. Like what I talk about. Hopefully, Kiss will be back on. You uh, never know, you might have come up with our exclusive interview as well, our manager or player, whatever. We'll see what we can do.
0: Yeah. Well, so uh, well, you two can do um, this week's one. I'll take the break this week.
1: Right, okay, I'll try and find someone. Uh, <laughs> see what we can get. Right, cheers, John.
0: Hi, cheers, John.